Hello, WizKids, and welcome to another edition of Off the Bench with Jeremy Hyman and Jacob Rehm. Uh, we have another great show for you, a great podcast. Of course, you can listen to us on iTunes, catch out all of our older podcasts. We have Marching Gortat as a guest last time. We will have Elena Deladon this time on the podcast. Really, really, excited really looking. excited for this one. Me too. It's going to be fun. Yes, Jeremy? I, can't, I still can't believe the fact that she's here. It's, we just saw her for the first time today, and it's still a little surreal to see her in a Mystics uniform. Yeah. It's uh, really great for the team, for the city. I can't wait for Mystic season. The employees did a little fan tunnel, uh, which was fun to be a part of. Uh, but let's get to Wizards. They suffered their first home loss in two months against the Cavs, snapping their 17-game home winning streak. But they bounced back, getting the win over Brooklyn. And now tonight they take on another hot team back. in Indiana. No, I don't think so. No? Think Not enough of a bounce back? Uh, that was – I mean – they played significantly worse. They played great on Monday night. That was yeah. an instant classic ball game. I mean, we could spend the entire podcast talking about just that game. Um, but then, but they were they were crazy flat on Wednesday. Yeah, and, I um, think you know even even on PTI, Michael Wilbon was talking about how that was like a trap game. But realistically, I, really I mean, they got a W. Wilbon is to say. I know, but I mean the, the fact that thinking about how a larger picture, maybe other media members also thought it as a trap game. The Wizards, at least they got the W out of it. Although I know they weren't totally pleased, right, Jeremy? Yeah, I think I don't. A trap game to me is usually ahead of a big game coming up. I tend to thought of it more as the hangover effect, is what I wrote about it. And right. It's, it's pretty much exactly what happened. But that happens all the time in sports. You get, especially during the regular season, you get up, you know, the big game against Cleveland, this goes to overtime, it's the national TV game. You know, all that energy, all the, the sort of excitement around that. And then you come away, and then you come after that, and you literally go play the team with the worst record in the league on the road. And you kind of expect a little bit of a letdown. It's just kind of natural for that to happen, and that's kind of what happened. They did get a win, so you'll take the win, get out of there. They didn't play well, but you take a win in that situation. And it's it, it's almost the ultimate. Monday they played it about as well as they could play. It was mm-hmm. a, uh, I mean, not only it wasn't one of their their best games, but it, they played outstanding in the game and lost to the defending champs. And follow it up Wednesday where you win but don't play well at all. It's like, which one, which which game do you feel better after? It's like the ultimate two sides of that. Probably Monday. I mean, I know I felt better after Monday's yeah. game. I think a lot of people did because at this point of the season, yeah, you want to win every game and everything matters, but I want to see, uh, watching us go toe-to-toe with the champs, that put, in my mind and a lot of other people's minds, that this team is ready to contend and that they could, they could challenge Cleveland in the East, I'm- which is crazy to think or talk about but that game Monday looked like a playoff game and it looked like we could go basically even with the best team in the conference so that's why I'm feeling better after Monday's game the thing about that Monday game was the fact that the I think that the Cavs have looked really lackadaisical of late and they have they've I think had a hard time motivating throughout entire regular season LeBron's obviously been very upset but they they brought everything they had that night and you know, they didn't. The way we 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 hyped up that game a little bit beforehand, they didn't say much. But after the game, during their post game, you could tell this game was important. Kyrie was out honking uh, the like equipment the equipment band, band yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> and they were they were going nuts afterwards. And so, I mean, the fact that the, the defending champs um, and the team that has virtually been crowned Eastern Conference champions already yeah. is getting that hyped um, to come into our barn and play us. 
I think speaks volumes about this season. And also, um, I thought that the amount of national exposure we received on Monday night, um, I mean, I don't know how many times, Jeremy, we've been doing this that literally everybody, the entirety of the NBA Twitter conversation was about us. How many regular season games has that happened for us for? Not, not too many. Not many. Not many over the years we've been doing this. And that was, and that was worth way more than one win. As much yeah. as I would have loved to have won yeah. the game, I felt great afterwards. So yeah. I treated it like almost like it would have been a win. I mean, it stunk that they didn't get the win because that would have been the ultimate kind of game. But it was one of the best regular season games I've ever seen. That Kevin Harlan, who called the game for TNT, who's been calling for thirty years. Said that it was the best regular season game he thinks he's ever called. Um, that says a lot, and it says a lot about where the Wizards have gotten risen to um, in this last two and a half months. Speaking to it from um, from a social media perspective, which is a lot of what Jeremy and I do, um, you know, when we when we win after the game, you know, we blow out social media with highlights, with quotes, photos, all of that, and. When we lose, we, we primarily, I mean, I don't want to say we go dark, but it's it's far lighter. I mean, and this one, we agreed afterwards, we said, let's let's treat post-game, like, go through our usual win routine, essentially. And I think we've only done that, that I can remember, twice in the last couple of years. One was last night, and one was the Golden State game last year when John went for, had his huge night. But, yeah. Um, and the fans, you know, it, was, it was universal positive engagement from the fans, which was which was awesome to see because, um, typically speaking, after a loss, our timeline is flooded with negativity, and yeah. there was there was none. There was yeah. there was zero. There was zero negativity. Only love. Only positivity. And I think this city right now is just this area is so stoked about this Wizards team, and it is. I am. I'm so pumped. And another positive, as we stick with that motto, is uh, Yamahimi coming back. He played. Against Cleveland, we, he's playing. He's going to play uh, as we're taping this. They're going to play the Indiana Pacers, which is his former team tonight. Uh, what did you see out of Jan in the 12 minutes that he played in Brooklyn? I know it's going to be slow coming back, but it was just another positive thing for the Wizards. I was happy just to see him out there. I mean, he still looks a little bit rusty. I know it's going to take some time to really get him acclimated with this team. Granted, he's never played with this team. I mean, you know, with these guys. So this is, you have to think of it, not only is he just coming back this year, right right now, he's never played with these guys, you know, in his career. So this, he's really gonna, it's gonna take a little bit of time to get him back into playing condition, back, you know, to learn how to play defense with these guys, the communication, you know, all that stuff that takes time. That the guys who have been playing for a few months together have really built over that time. But, um, but just seeing him out there is great, because I, when he went down, I, you were kind of unsure. May he never play this season. You you started to question that a little bit. So uh, just getting him out there, it's good. He says that he's back. He says he's healthy. He says his knees feel great, which is good. Um, now he just kind of has to get into playing shape and hopefully ramp up those minutes. Yeah. I so, think that, sorry, jumping in for one second, I think that with the, with the trade deadline in two weeks, if in two weeks we have a healthy Jan Mahimi playing for us, that's a bigger acquisition than is probably available yeah. on the market for yeah. for our second unit. With like probably without question, and, and which is great too. Now we're going to get a chance to see him play uh, tonight, and then we got OKC on Monday, which we will get to later. Because coming up on the other side of this quick break for off the bench, we will have the new 
Washington Mystics player Elena Deladon join us here on Off the Bench. You don't want to miss that. Stay tuned. All right, WizKids, we're back here with Off the Bench, Jeremy Hyman and Jacob Rave joining me, Jamo K. Davis. Man, we're excited to have another special guest join us here on the podcast, Elena Deladon, the new Washington Mystic. Thank you very much for joining us. We really appreciate it. First, uh, just talk about how your day has been so far coming here. I know you enjoyed our, like, Wizards employee. <laughs> oh, it has been a great day so far. Um, got here and right when I arrived, it was like a crazy tunnel of people just high-fiving me, taking pictures. It definitely woke me up because I woke up a little early this morning, a little groggy, but that got me going. And um, from there, we've just been doing different shoots, uh, getting pictures with uh, John Wall and um, Bradley Beal, and also uh, got to meet up with Taylor Hill a little bit, take some pictures there. So just been going. It's been fun. Yeah. That's cool. That's great because, like Elena, I'm not a morning person. So <laughs> when they told me Elena Deladon was going to be here before around 10 o'clock this morning, that got me into the office. I actually, I, I literally could not believe when he texted me and said that he was here. I don't think he's, I don't think he's ever made it in before 11. Well, thank before. you. Yeah, you know, we have an 8 o'clock Wizards game tonight. It's going to be a long night, but they said Elena Deladon's going to be here. I had to be here. Cool. So, uh, yeah, I've been doing Mystics coverage for the last six years, so this was when we when I heard we were adding you to the roster. Yeah. It's just, just unbelievable news, and I guess if you can tell us kind of We've heard a little bit about your story. We know your background, but mm-hmm. what's your what's your overall feeling, your excitement about just being in this city? I mean, I really feel like I'm just coming back home. Um, you know, Chicago is a great city, great sports town. They definitely welcomed me and uh, had a great four years there, but absolutely thrilled to be in D.C. Um, really feels like a family atmosphere. It's home. I've heard Coach T has created an awesome culture here, so I really just can't wait to jump into it and get started. Now, um, coming from Chicago, where they've won a lot of titles over the last bunch of years, coming here, this this town is starved for a title. I don't want I don't want to put I don't want to put too much pressure on too quickly, but but the la- the last professional um, the I believe DC, what, United. DC United yeah um, won in the mid two thousands. Yeah. Is that right? Okay. And then before that, it was the the Redskins in the early nineties. And uh, I just, I'm, I'm so excited. <laughs> no, that's for this. great. And so, what bringing in Christy Tolliver, yes. getting Taylor Hill back, mm-hmm. um, TRP resigned, TRP resigned, yeah. um, Emma Miesemann's here. Mm-hmm. The 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 gen under Coach Tebow, the general feeling just has to be so positive about this squad right now. Yeah, super positive. Um, Coach seems really excited. He said. You know, he wakes up at night thinking of different offenses and things he wants to do. So <laughs> I think he's really excited just to get us on court and uh, to start working. So I can't wait. I'm starving for a championship as well. So I guess I'm yeah. in the right city. We're all starving for championships. <laughs> I remember your rookie year because I also we covered I covered the Mystics, too. We did mm-hmm. Mystics magazine for some years. Um that preseason game, like there were all of these Delaware fans, they're like, <laughs> "What is going on?" I mean, it was like a circus. Yes. So I know being that close to home will help. Mm-hmm. But I have a question because I know you got a lot of clout. 
are we going to see the former Vice President Joe Biden come down here <laughs> along with all of the Delaware fans and fans of you, of course, as well? I, I really hope so. Um, you know, I feel like Joe and I are friends, so <laughs> I don't want people to think I've been lying about this. So he definitely needs to show face to make me... Uh, you know, seem oh, not like a liar. But yeah. um, I think we're going to see a lot of Delaware fans, um, some Delaware buses coming up for games, and yeah. just can't wait to see some of those familiar faces. What are you um, uh, most excited about doing in D.C. outside of basketball once you get uh, established here and spend some time here? Um, I love blue crabs, so oh, okay. I can see myself sitting down to a bushel of <laughs> blue crabs and getting after it <laughs> with some teammates maybe. Um, but I also love the water, so getting out on a boat, getting on the water, some things I love to do. Awesome. Jeremy? Yeah, we're, we're just a few months away from mystic season, and I think that the atmosphere, I mean, I don't know how close you follow the Wizards, but the Wizards mm -hmm. have been on an unbelievable streak here at home. The Capitals who play in this building, they've been on an unbelievable streak, so we're all just so excited to kind of the whole atmosphere around this building with these teams and now with the Mystics mm -hmm. adding yourself it's Christy Tolliver I think I think just the overall energy has been great um, and if I could I, I didn't want to I didn't want I wanted to share a quick story that I was actually <laughs> behind you in line I believe in Toronto last year coming back from the all-star game <laughs> and, and this, this was well I was like wow there's Elena Deladon and I was you know I'm a Mystics employee so I was like well I should say hello, but you know she plays for Chicago, so I didn't. I didn't want the league to get me in trouble with any kind of tampering. <laughs> they saw me. They saw me in the airport line. Just so. Just so to. I wanted to clear that up now. Mm -hmm. That. Uh, but. But I did want to tell you that quick story about. Um, about how. How we. And, that, and then just how excited we are just to have you here. Awesome. Um, yeah. I just think. I just think that this city is is hungry for a title. And I think with the Wizards and the Capitals and then moving right into the Mystics, you know, in only a couple of months. I was, really was going to say that hopefully by the time the Mystics are into their season, we'll have another D.C. title. Mm -hmm. But I mean, maybe. Yeah, maybe. That, that would maybe. That would be nice. That'd we'll be see. great. And I know that you're also um, a dog fan. This is, oh, yeah. It's a very, very dog-friendly city. You have Good. a dog, Wrigley. I okay. do. <laughs> My guess is it seemed like you really enjoyed the puppy bowl a little bit more than the Super Bowl. A, a little too much, actually. <laughs> I uh, just kept going back, and I was like, they're going to think I'm, like, stalking them out <laughs> or trying to steal a puppy. So I might want to stop coming back here so much. But, I mean, if I, I mean come on. I'd Puppies. probably try to steal a puppy. Yeah, yeah it's, it's to hard not puppy. to. I was, like, a little chihuahua trying to just yeah. put it in my, <laughs> yeah, put it in my pocket and run. <laughs> my, do my dog is a seven-and-a-half-ounce white fluffy purse dog. So. <laughs> Awesome. So ounce, pounds, not ounce. Wow. Ounce would be a little small. It, that's <laughs> it would be just yeah. a tiny mm -hmm. one. But when you're, 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 it's going to take some time to move here. Mm -hmm. But just, how do you even go through that? Like finding a place to live and and like deciding what type of neighborhood. Do you I think know. about Wrigley when you're trying to figure out a place? Wrigley is like number one on my list <laughs> when trying Wrigley? to think of where I'm going to live because. So many people do not allow a 140-pound dog in their rental. So I'm like, my, please, yeah. he's a really good dog. <laughs> I swear. Really dog. I'll keep his nails cut. So, But, um, yeah, actually, my fiancé right now is out looking at different homes and yeah. uh, places. So if anyone has any suggestions, I'm taking those now. <laughs> do you want to stay in the D.C. proper? 
like or do you want to live like away from the like hustle and bustle northern virginia or something i'm yeah. thinking northern a little okay, away yes. from great spot that's my arlington to where the, the spot it? to live yeah yeah and i need it like a fenced in yard I, there's a yeah. lot okay. on this list that it's yeah. difficult <laughs> I've, I've most of my life i've spent in upper northwest and i'm always partial to dc and mm-hmm. up in that area friendship heights and stuff okay. but i i get the northern virginia thing too. yeah we'll see yeah who knows and I you're okay with the temperature so Oh, yeah. You like the Four Seasons. I love it. Yeah. I love it. So you named Wrigley seasons. after Wrigley Field? I did, yeah. So you were it, kind it of excited at the end of the baseball season. Well, actually, it was my rookie season in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, I decided to get a great damn puppy. And I got him like a week after I had thrown out the first pitch yeah. um, at Wrigley Field. Mm-hmm. So I was like, hey. <laughs> That's a cute name. Little did I know, everyone in Chicago named their dog Wrigley. So at the park, I mean, we're all yelling Wrigley, and all the dogs are, like, coming up to you. So here, I'm hoping there aren't as many Wrigleys around. Yeah, yeah, so so when, I, when I read that your dog was named Wrigley, I immediately went to my fiancé and said, we're naming something Camden. I don't care if it's a kid, if it's a pet, if it's a goldfish, we're naming something. We're naming something Camden. (laughs) That's a really cute name, too. It is a good name. It is. I like that name. I like that name. When you are, you know, you play volleyball as well. Mm -hmm. You ever think about still being a two sports star ever? No, I I don't have it anymore. <laughs> I only played it like a year in college, so there's no way I could do it do at you a watch pro it? level. Like, did you watch like uh, Missy and uh, Oh, um, April the, April and, and uh, Carrie, I actually Carrie, went yeah. and saw them play. So, I mean, awesome. it was an so awesome environment. Love the sport, appreciate it. Yeah. No chance I could do it at this <laughs> point. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. Um well, okay, so you don't play, you won't play volleyball, but professionally. But do you even recreationally? I mean, I don't know because you play basketball. I don't yeah. know if you want to protect your body, but I know I, that there's a, a love for that sport too. Yeah, there is a love for it. I haven't played it really. Um, don't tell Coach Tebow you do anything but play no, basketball. Play ball, yeah, so. and I really haven't, so I'm not even lying about this. Um, but no, I haven't played volleyball since college, so I guess. There's not really been an opportunity. Like, I haven't yeah. seen people just playing pickup volleyball. There is. There are. There are sand volleyball courts about about a mile. Don't from tell me that. You're yeah, gonna yeah, have yeah, me yeah. out there. It's like it's, like, it's legit. <laughs> yeah. Like right on the mall. Like it right is. across yeah. the Washington Monument. Coach is gonna be mad at you for it's telling kind of, me it's that. Incredibly <laughs> cool. It's incredibly cool. Yeah, That's we, awesome. I'll have to go watch at least. You know. Be careful because our offices are right near Coach Tebow. So if we get in trouble, we're oh, we're gonna. We're gonna. But speaking of Coach Tebow. He hasn't. He has had a smile on his face for probably the last couple two weeks or so. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we've seen him in the in the office or in the hallways without a smile. Aww. And that's not a guy that I've you know I, don't, I haven't seen Coach smile that much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but if I could just pivot back into the basketball stuff just for a minute, and now we talked about you and Taylor and Emma Meesman. Mm-hmm. You think about this lineup and all these three point shooters. Yeah. And Christy Tolliver. It's mm-hmm. almost it's. It's, it's just so exciting to think about. How have you thought about how you're going to fit into what this offense could be mm-hmm. and what you guys could do in terms of, you know, going for that title? Yeah, I think the greatest thing is how versatile every yeah. player is, and we all can play so many different positions, which causes so many mismatches. So I think we'll be moving everybody around, causing mismatches, and then going towards that mismatch and just yeah. exploiting it. So I'm super excited to see what it looks like and how it comes together. I was talking to my dad after it was official because I had to, like, be quiet. We talk sports a lot, and I was like, yeah. okay, I'm not going to bring it up. And then it was official, and I told him. He's like, oh, so you got, like, the 
LeBron of the WNBA. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if if you would like that term, but that's what that's what. He hey, no, that's yeah. that's really we sweet. Don't, that's we don't we don't we don't love LeBron sure. here right now after that game. After on that, that, that bank three, man, that was something else. That was that rough. Was. <laughs> that was. But I'm sure we'll have many great memories with you here. Yeah. Looking forward to watching the exciting play on the courts. Thank, Thank you really so much for joining us today. Really appreciate it. Thank you. This is awesome. Real pleasure. Can't wait for the season to get going. Yeah. All right. When we return. We'll get back to the NBA basketball and the Washington Wizards' upcoming schedule. All right, WizKids, welcome back to Off the Bench. Moke Davis here with Jeremy Hyman and Jacob Rain. Uh, Elena was great. She was, was so just, fun. Yeah, she was. I'm really looking forward She's to watching crazy. She's season. crazy down to earth. Yeah, she is. Got Wrigley, the dog, and talking about... Uh, what she's going to do here in the city. Uh, I, I'm not a blue crabs guy, but I love that she was like blue crabs and all about D.C. and there's a lot of former VP Joe Biden a, here. A Delaware native. You you kind of expect expect the uh, someone to love crabs like that. Yeah. So she's she's authentic, authentic Delawarean. I meant to ask her about Maine Delhi, but I'll try to remember that le- next time. But Lisa Borders is going to open up an investigation, WNBA commissioner, on Jeremy for tampering. Yeah, that was that was pretty bold of Jeremy to bring up. I just want I wanted to get it out there and be <laughs> forefront on the in the forefront. Uh, that, that actually, you know, that might be the reason she's here. That might have put it into Tebow's head. I think it might. That might have been. been yeah. That might have been it. Yeah, but we. I believe we were leaving All Star. Yeah, um, leaving Toronto, so you know it, t- it took forever because you got to go through customs and all yeah, that. Yeah. So we're in line. She wasn't right in front of me, or I probably would have said hello, but she was a few, yeah, a few people ahead of me. You know, she sticks out in the airport, so yeah. it wasn't that hard she's, to pick her up. She's tall. Um, she's tall. <laughs> she's <but> tall. <laughs> and I was—that's what I was thinking then. What, wouldn't it be nice if one day we could have her? And here we are, about a, almost a year later to the day. Yeah. And here she is on, our, on cool. the podcast. So moving back to the Wizards basketball, we had a great time talking Mystics. Uh, let's look forward to this Indiana game tonight and then two, Oklahoma City. Monday. Two national TV games in a row. It's going to be really exciting. I hope there's the same kind of buzz that we had in that Cavs game, right? I, I hope. I, I don't think that it can be. I don't know if it can be replicated. Yeah. But I certainly hope that the fans continue to show out and, you know, John and Brad wrote that really nice letter to the fans after the game, and and hopefully, fan, I I mean the the response to that was universally positive. I think that I think that this I really really think that the city is starting to embrace this team even more so than in the two. I think, granted, it was a couple years ago. I think even more so than in the two playoff runs we had two and three years ago, where we went to the second round. And yeah. so I th- I think that things are things are really looking up right now. I mean, I just think th- that a few months ago we were talking about, you know, are we going to fight for the playoffs? Like, just the difference in, co- not context, but uh, the narrative around the Wizards team yeah. and the franchise from where we were in December to where we are in February mm-hmm. is so drastic. It's got to be one of the biggest jumps, has to be ever. To You're literally talking about a team that a lot of people said are not they're not going to make the playoffs yeah. at the beginning of December. Best record in the Eastern Conference Best since December record 25 since, and 10. since December 1st. And now here we are a week before the All-Star break, and the narrative is now can this team take down Cleveland and be the rep in the East? Like, yeah. It's just amazing it that is. turnaround. There have only, only been six teams in NBA history 
that have started the year two and eight or worse, and yeah. at some point in the year also been ten games over five hundred. So here's my question to you guys. I don't obviously nobody wants to say we're going to skip over Indiana. I think Otto against Paul George is Indiana a wild is matchup. Indiana is white hot right now. Yes, they are. And but so, I want to talk to you guys about what point guard matchup do you most want to see Wall up against? Is this it? You're Oklahoma? asking me to say Russ. Russ. Well, no, because the thing is, in my mind, I was like, okay, but there also would be Steph Curry. He checked James Harden a lot, too. James Harden is a point but, guard right now, I think. Yeah, but I feel like Russell Westbrook, this is going to be the individual matchup that I am most looking forward to this season at, I, at Horizon Center. That That's fair. There are so many good point guard matchups in the league right now. Yep. And the point guard position is at an all-time high. You go like you know, eight or ten down the list, and you're still looking at a guy like Mike Conley, who's a star. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, it's it's deep, but I think your Monday's game against Russell Westbrook is that's as good as it gets. I mean, that's that is Russell's playing as good as anybody in the league right now, and triple double last probably night beating Cleveland. Yeah. The only guy that's even in the conversation of guys in the league that are as fast as John Wall, mm-hmm. and you have the two of them playing at the elite level that they are, going head to head. The teams are playing well. They just beat Cleveland last night. OKC. They have a huge game tomorrow against the Warriors. Um, Saturday night with KD's return yeah, and all yeah. that. So not that Monday might be a hangover effect for them a little bit, but, um, you know, this is they just played Cleveland on TNT. Now they have KD coming in. The Washington game, you know, coming to Washington is going to probably be the start of a road trip for them right before the All-Star break. But, uh-huh. um, you that know, game's hope, on TNT too. Another yeah. TNT game, and hopefully the Wizards can take advantage and and, uh, and take advantage of the Thunder Um you know, hope you always hope the the other teams, the one that's sort of in that all star lag effect, sort of mm-hmm. waiting for that break to come, because sometimes you want to start that break a little early, and um, that tends to happen with teams. But hopefully, it won't with us, and hopefully, we'll be able yeah. to be okay on Monday. Yeah, I'm looking forward to. It. They're gonna they're they've been playing without um, Enos Cantor. Enos Cantor, arguably their second best offensive weapon, yeah. and um, a chair took him down. A that's, chair yeah. took him that's a, down. That's a tough way to go out. That is. That is. And when I saw it live, yeah. you know, because obviously we all watch way too much basketball, I'm sure. But I saw it live. I was like, man, he hit the chair. But I didn't think that that that, that was going to be You him. hear about that with like with pitchers you yeah. don't hear, and the water coolers. Yeah. I mean, you don't hear it with NBA players too yeah. much. Well, someone Didn't someone break a hand punching a wall? Uh, NBA a few years ago in the playoffs. Wow. Uh, it was somebody. I do who, not remember. Who was it? I gotta look that up. But someone, someone, I believe, was it Andrew Bynum? Boy, that I'm really stumped on that one. Uh, we'll have to look it up. We'll have to look it up. We'll have the producers look it up. <laughs> yeah, guys, producers. behind the glass, can you guys can you guys <laughs> check that for us? <laughs> All right. Uh, well, nonetheless, our, while our producers are looking that looking at that, um, we just really want to thank Elena Deladon for joining us on the show. Uh, it was a lot of fun having her here, and I know just it was as Kyrie. you are, Kyrie Irving. Was it? I, I have a from 2012 article on ESPN titled uh, "Cavs Kyrie Irving Breaks Hand Slapping Wall Padding." There you go. Okay, maybe that was it, but yeah. I don't know. And then he said he didn't, but I don't, I don't, I don't know the details. I don't yeah. remember the details of this. Well, uh, um, what we do know the details of is that Elena Deladon will be here. The lineup is going to be sick for the Mystics. Wizards play Indiana tonight, 
and then Oklahoma City on Monday. Wait, Hopefully. so you're telling me there are no games on Saturday or Sunday? Jim, okay? It's Is that what I'm hearing? A shock. Yeah. We have a free weekend. A free weekend. A free, well, I think we I should do a full 48-hour podcast. Yeah, that's definitely what I want to do with my weekend, Jamoke. <laughs> Thanks, man. It'd be fun, right? I mean, oh, it'd be great, yeah. More, but now you feel Perfect, and I really know that the fans would really tune in for the full 48. Saturday, I suggest you go and find your Camden. Time to go get that second dog. <laughs> it's definitely great. not time to go get that no, second dog. I, no. Our apartment can't fit a third pet. Jeremy, what are you going to do this weekend? It's a good question. Try to enjoy the sunshine, some warmer weather. It is going to be nice. The Wizards will probably have practice, so I'll probably come check that out. It's going to be 60 out. degrees this weekend. Get out yeah. and enjoy it, Wiz Kids, because we will. After having no guests for the first, I don't know, two years of the podcast and, and the now show, we're just now we've had Jason Smith, Marcin Gortat, and Elena, Elena Deladon. That will do it for Off the Bench. For Jeremy Hyman and Jacob Rame, I'm Jamoke Davis. Thanks again, for Elena Deladon, for joining us on the show. We'll see you next time, WizKids. Ciao for now. Mm-hmm.